Welcome to Rex Factor! With your hosts, Graham Duke and Ali Hook. Hello! Hello! And welcome to Rex Factor, where today we're not uh, reviewing the Queen and Prince Consorts of England, uh, but we are introducing uh, the second uh, talk that we did for the Intelligence Speech Conference in 2022. Um, so our first talk we did, we were the keynote speakers, uh, and we talked about deadly crossings. But our second one, we did a Rexypod chat uh, where we teamed up with the uh, team from Tatalis Rankium and uh, Bree from Pontifax, who was also one of the people organising the Intelligence Speak Conference, and just have a chat about what it's like podcasting, what it's like having all of these different podcasts that have sort of followed in our wake with the format of Rex Factor and going off at uh, crazy tangents, as you might expect. Now, this is our introduction to, confusingly, Another introduction, which we did with Bree and uh, Rob and Jamie from Tatalis Rankium. Um, so that was a fun chat we had with them uh, a couple of weeks ago. That will introduce, at a bit of length, the actual chat that we did as part of the Intelligence Speech Conference. So you've got us doing an introduction to us and Tatalis Rankium and Pontifax doing an introduction to a chat that we had <laughs> with Tatalis Rankium and Pontifax. I feel sick. <laughs> and with that recommendation, enjoy the podcast. Hello, this is uh, the participants of the Rexy panel from the Intelligent Speech Conference uh, that took place. Uh, Bree, help. June 2022. <laughs> June 2022. Uh, and this is a short introduction to um, our Rexy panel that we did then. Um, just a. It's just nice to have an intro, really, isn't it? Uh, so I am Rob from Totalis Rankium. Who else have we got here? I'm Jamie Go on, from Totalis Rankium. Go on, Jamie. Graham from uh, Rex Factor. Um, and Ali from Rex Factor. Hello. And Bree from Pontifex. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, we, uh, us, us five, took part in the Rexy panel intelligence speech where we chatted for oh, about an hour, wasn't it? Um, 40 minutes. Yeah. 40 minutes, yeah. Uh, it went by quick. Um, yeah, so we chatted about what it's like to do um, a Rexy-type podcast. And uh, you you guys, Graham, Ali, you'd just come off being like keynote speakers and everything, hadn't you? Yeah. Well, I get confused between the two that we did. So which we did the <laughs> keynote first. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That was the first thing. Yeah, yeah, that was it. They're normally at the top, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there uh, was the, int the introduction, then it was us. So we spoke about um, crossings that went wrong in English history, or English and Scottish. So we had the White Ship Disaster, uh, which was the son of Henry I, who died uh, in a disaster, and Margaret, the Maid of Norway, who didn't die in a shipping disaster. She just got hmm. well, very seriously seasick <laughs> and also didn't make it to Scotland. Mm. <laughs> um, With hilarious yeah, consequences. <laughs> 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 yeah. You make it all funny, though, G-Man. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I also um, completely uh, had a massive coughing fit in about three minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that always has to happen at a conference. That happened to me once, too, right in the middle of talking about the wildest papal elections in history. (laughs) (laughs) Choked to death. Because it was timed. I knew that I couldn't just go away for a couple of minutes and let Ali do whatever he would have done. <laughs> it's like I have to have to get through this because there was this much time left and this much left to say. Don't I remember there was one um there's one point in it when I was trying to buy <laughs> I was trying to buy you as much time as possible with my answer so you could get a drink or um like <laughs> cough or something on mute. And I just got slower. Until I ran out of steam. <laughs> and you could tell exactly what I was doing because it wasn't my normal uh, sort of speech pattern. I don't think it helped because you then um, laughed. <laughs> there was also a similar moment when we had the Rexy panel where you disappeared for a couple minutes to grab tea. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. And I remember that. And there was uh, not that making that mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, if you're listening to this version, what you won't see is that uh, Ali just appears with uh, a star background at some point halfway through. <laughs> that, that confused all of us. I forgot Not least Ali. Yeah. <laughs> he was star. lost in the stars. Yeah, yeah, you were just in space. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun, that uh, whole <laughs> thing. That's, it was revelation, that. Um <laughs> Now, it was your first year at Intelligent Speech, but it was also the first year for Rob and Jamie. Can you guys tell us a little bit about your time at Intelligent Speech, too? Yeah. Because, well, we specialize in Roman Emperor ranking, so we did a speech on elephants. It was great. <laughs> yes. I, I'd spent ages and ages thinking, what, what, what do we do? What do we do? Crossings, what do we do? And then light bulb moment, literally at three in the morning one night, uh, I suddenly went, oh, elephants, they cross the Alps. Yeah, let's, let's do let's do the life story of an elephant. And I, I looked it up. We actually had the name of the elephant and everything that Hannibal kept for ages. So no we were way, able to do the life story. Yeah, we were able to do the life story, sort uh, story even um, of Hannibal's elephant. Roughly. Of a specific elephant. Yeah, from birth Hannibal's to death. Elephant. <laughs> yeah. Soros, if I've remembered that name correctly, I didn't think to double check. Uh, yeah, um, although we did, uh, we did run, run out of time. Um, yeah, we did. I, yeah, I had wow. just skipped, skipped maybe about a third of my notes at the end. It gets quite rushed. That one does. Uh, I, I, could, I could hear your panic as you were trying to. Record <laughs> it. Like, oh no! <laughs> there was still time for elephant hats. So that's yeah. what's really oh, cool. important. Yeah. It was time for elephant hats. Oh, no, we didn't wear the elephant hats during that We one. didn't. We got no. them out for the Rexy panel. Yeah, I right. remember. Yeah, because hat. we ran out of time. That explains yes. an awful lot, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. All starts to click into place. I mean, it doesn't yeah. explain you being in space, but the elephants now no. make sense. <laughs> no. I mean... Yeah, so when... Uh, Jamie and I, uh, when we release our um, elephant episode, maybe what we can do, Jamie, is actually do the last 20 minutes properly. <laughs> and we'll pop yeah. that on the end so people can actually hear what I was going to say. So clearly, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you should come to Intelligent Speech because there's a lot of interesting <laughs> content. I mean, Allie's in space. We have <laughs> elephants. We have failed seasick crossings and right now intelligent speech is gearing up 
for its next year. We're going to hold a conference in April of 2023. And to make that happen, the organizers, of which I am one, are launching a Kickstarter to help us get the momentum we need to be financially self-sustaining for this upcoming year, as well as for years to come. And so we are relying on our audience to help us do the things that would make Intelligent Speech our biggest and best event yet, like develop an actual website that can sell tickets, um, to host our website independently, to help facilitate incredible keynotes like and incredible speakers like Rex Factor and Totalis Regium and Pontifex. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys have generously offered to help out and tell you and encourage you to to donate now. So Yeah, man, make good stuff happen. <laughs> if you like. That's a great way of putting it. So <laughs> it gets my vote. Well anything that has me on under the banner intelligent speech. Personally, I think they needs to do some due diligence somewhere in their higher recruitment. <laughs> but otherwise, flawless. Well, I'm glad that you guys had a good time. Um, so if you're looking for the Kickstarter, it's currently at tinyurl.com slash iskickstarter, or the long link can be found on any of the intelligent speech pages. And we're, we're hoping to have our biggest and best event yet. Nice. Brilliant. You guys want to say anything before we end off there? I say it's also, it's not just um, uh, as great as we all obviously are. It's not just <laughs> us. Loads, loads and loads of speakers um, at Intelligent Speech Conference. And uh, you get to pop in and out to all of them, see all of them uh, later as well. So, um, there's, yeah, there's loads of great content there. And um, Bree and the team did a great job this year. But any help that they can have to make it even better and even more supported next year will be good so if you want to hear more of that don't but virtual conference conferencing yeah it's got costs <laughs> it does <You> know? <laughs> um, quite a few costs so you know <clears throat> cough up and <laughs> <laughs> also the biscuits and also, thank you to everyone that um, joined last time because you helped mm-hmm. support it and it, it made it bigger and hopefully will make it even bigger if you spread the word. It was um, really fun, wasn't it? Oh, we can. Yeah. Right, I, 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 only time, anything that gets uh, like these three podcasts in a room is fun. We've always sort of ended up having fun, whatever we've ended up doing. So <laughs> a con- under the guise of a conference, that's great. excellent hello everyone and as everybody starts to to trickle in now that we are at time i'm going to start the introduction hello and welcome to the rexypod panel we're about to get started here i am also your administrator so if you're having any trouble please let me know and i'll do the best i can for you while also participating in the session um we're going to go for that 20 minutes and see what we can get to. If you have a question, please use the raise hand filter or function or type it in the chat. I will make sure that it's asked at the end. Keep your questions family friendly. We don't work for Zoom. We're doing the best we can, but we're happy that you are here. So with that said, I'm Bree of Pontifax, and I am pleased to introduce Graham and Allie of Rex Factor and Hello. Rob and Jamie of Totalis Regium. Thank you for being here, guys. 
So right. here's oh, hello. Hello. So it's great to be here. <laughs> Sorry, that is I'm, that must be such a letdown when you have British people on like this. <laughs> it's like big yeah, welcome. I'm so thrilled to be here. <laughs> like, well, I, I I don't mind being here. I suppose yep, this is it's fine. Uh, quite all right. It's quite it's not a problem. <laughs> it's okay, I'll bring the Canadian enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. In August of 2010, Graham and Allie launched Rex Factor, a comedic history podcast ranking all of the kings and queens of England from Alfred the Great to Elizabeth II. And in the 12 years that has followed, not only has the show gone through its own evolution to cover Scottish monarchs and the consorts of English monarchs, but they have inspired an entire genre of podcasting based off their format that includes podcasts from all over the world in history, literature, and culture. Right now, the Rexypods community includes Rex Factor, Totalis Rankium, Emperors of Rome, and American Presidents, Saga Things, Pontifact, uh, Battle Royale, Tudoriferous, Spanish Arpada, Ranking 76, So You Think You Can Rule Persia, Tsar Power, Grim Reading, and has inspired segments on Come Back a Star, Partial Historians, and the Presidencies podcast. That is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> so, today, so today we get to talk about all things Rexy, how one, one show inspired many, how many eras, places, niches, and moments in history have been included, and how all this <clears throat> has created a massive amount of wonderful crossing. So, <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That's oh, well, this is, this is actually a dream come true for me. So, I, I mean, this is, this is oh, phenomenal. Man. So God. I'd like you know what, Ali, you look like you're on top of the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I would be, but I constantly the niggling at the back of my mind. I've left my cup of tea upstairs. Which, <laughs> oh. Right. Keep going, because th- this will be absolutely so much better with that. Two teams. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I will start since the first question is for Graham and Ali. I mean, I'm going to start and ask you, Graham, when you were creating Rex Factor, how did the format shape how you wanted to talk about history Ah. or how did history shape the format? Oh, that's a very, uh, very philosophical question. Um, Well, yeah, because I mean, we uh, when we were thinking of what to do and we wanted like the idea of ranking the monarchs. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess it's informed in the set by the history in the sense that we were thinking, well, what are the key features of a monarch? What makes a monarch great? What are the different things you need to think about? Uh, so, yeah, so in that sense, it's shaped by the history. But then I guess when you actually come to do it, it's a very particular angle that we're taking each time, which other historians quote proper historians wouldn't do um they would probably say that it's a very ridiculous and superficial thing to rank monarchs and score them and all that sort of thing so yeah it does make it different the way that you look at them when you're reading a book and thinking right this could be good battliness or oh scandal ali's gonna like this bit here are the nuns mm. uh, so yeah it does it does change the way that you approach a topic when you've got that thing in your mind i always find it difficult when we do special episodes and when it's not ranking a person suddenly then it's just well what on earth do i do how am I gonna this? What's, what's, what's the point if you can't score them i don't know what to do <laughs> and yet that that format has crossed such an incredible genres of not just monarchs but but people of history 
literature of history, movies, like this format has clearly worked for all sorts of things. So even though you get, you go, I don't know what to do. It's incredible how flexible it's actually been. Well, I think that's the benefit. I think having actually a set format and structure and because it's biographical as well and rulers, it so many things it can apply to. I mean, not even outside of like in next month at some point, Ali and I are appearing on a podcast about bees <laughs> and we're going to be ranking a queen bee or queen bees. I, I, like I don't it. think we meant to bring the knowledge, I'm hoping. But <laughs> That's fantastic. That. <laughs> so how did it feel when you were first approached about adapting your format or having an offshoot show? And how does it feel now that you have an entire genre of podcasting? It's very strange, isn't it? Like the technic- like the um the very first one, I don't think it's going anymore because there was actually another American podcasts podcast ah! <laughs> based on Rex Factor. What was that um, called? I can't remember. They only did like six or something over about yeah. two years and mm. then they stopped. So I think at that point we didn't really think anything of it at all. Uh, and then silly Rob and Jamie came along and then there was a, an actual kind of proper long standing thing. And that seemed to, I don't know if it was that there was a lot of people all at the same time kind of thinking the same thing, or if it was like once Tatala's ranking started, got going and kept going, which I think is the crucial thing in any podcast is once you start, you've got to just keep on going. It's very easy to stop after the first few. But yeah, I think once that happened, then it felt like there was this little flurry of other ones, like Saga thing, obviously you with Pontifact. Um, And it feels like the last year, I don't know if it's the impact of COVID and people at home and spending more time with podcasts it feels like suddenly it's just exploded and i've kind of lost track so it's very useful on your list <laughs> I, I will point out them. saga thing was before us oh what's it? it yeah yeah um and it really links to what you you were just saying because i i, I was listening to, to you two in my commute every day uh enjoying myself uh listening to mike duggan's history of rome obviously because that's the law um <laughs> and um yeah, is it like in the back of my head? I wasn't really consciously thinking about it, but it's like it'd be really good if I, if, if someone combined these two together. Mm. And it was when I heard that Saga thing was going to do something uh, based on the format. That's when it dropped. It's like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe I could. <laughs> maybe all I need is like someone willing to listen to me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and continuing on that cycle, it's, that's actually very true for how we got started as well, because I remember listening to Rex Factor. You guys were my first podcast ever. And, oh, wow. and I, I absolutely loved it, of course. And then Allie said Pope Idol. And I went, wow, yes, that's, that's entirely <laughs> up my alley with my Renaissance yeah. background. I so want to do that. And I kind of sat on it for a while. And then I heard Saga thing and I was like, oh, they're open to people using this inspiration. Yeah. And then I heard Totalis Rankio and I was like, oh, yes, this this is a great way. It shows how it can be slightly adapted for different leaders because a pope is not technically a monarch. But mm-hmm. listening to what they did and also having them survive and having the podcast ongoing and hearing that you guys were open to mm-hmm. having us come from that place of inspiration made me go we really have to do this and so yeah because I, mean, I remember you'd like being in touch years and years before it, yeah, like you're edward, it took a while edward the sixth fan weren't you yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. me <laughs> yeah and, and yeah, it's very it. strange when when you have that because like rob had you been in touch before about like artwork and stuff before mm. the podcast or did that come 
No, yeah, that, no, that, that was before. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's maybe why I'd, I kind of got an association yeah. from way back. Yeah, well, so, yeah, well, it's well, funny, like you guys have been kind of part of the community in a way years before actually. Yeah, yeah, I think that was my way of trying to creep in. (laughs) (laughs) I emailed Rob about art for the same purpose. Oh, really? Because you've got your own little empire, don't you, Rob? You're sort of uh, the (laughs) right artwork. Yes, and we wanted to follow suit. Um, And Rob was wonderful to us. So it was, it was definitely when I I pull out, pull up my uh, podcast app, I can (laughs) scroll down and just go. I did that artwork. Well, <laughs> well, it's quite nice. Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. So yeah. one more for, for Graham and Allie here. How have the fact that there that the Rexipods exist, that we have our own sort of informal network, that we are this this dynasty, how has that impacted your show and your approach to podcasting? I'm not sure that it has, to be honest, because I think we're we're just sort of off doing our our thing like everybody else's so i mean it's more it's more stuff to listen to i guess mm-hmm. from a personal perspective but yeah from a podcast perspective i don't know that it has really because um yeah it's just nice it's, it's a nice thing it's a nice sort of sense of a family and all these people that have the same interest and the approach um and it's nice you sort of see when you get involved in different things like um you've sort of done live things like tatar's rank you've done sort of live stuff that we came to when you sort of see some of the same names popping up in different people's social yeah. media and stuff they oh this is sweet they're all kind of mm-hmm. interconnected and then the fact that you've got listeners that come to you from different podcasts um and they all end up once they find one they then check out all the other ones so i think it's probably that i think it's more from a sort of community basis that it's made a difference and it's felt like a bigger thing i guess the podcast itself it's always just me and ali sit down and start chatting like we've always done and i don't think anything has really happened to change that too much but it's more the yeah, that community, I think, is what's made it feel a bit different. Yeah, but but it goes back to when you you need that one other that that first person to start and saga thing and 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 all of these early ones would um you need you need one other to create the community. And as you were saying earlier, as soon as we did that and he saw that it worked, it just makes sense to be for more people to join in because it's you've got a ready pool of people who clearly like the same thing. <laughs> Let's all have a big internet history feast, please. (laughs) (laughs) So when we design the Rexypod website, it'll just say big internet history feast, please. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 That's not the official tagline. (laughs) So um, for for Rob and Jamie, as the one of the first adopters of the Rex Factor format, what made this style of podcasting appealing to you guys? Love. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. Um, I, um, I understand. I don't know. We, we, um, we, uh, we actually tried something before um, uh, Total Ranking <laughs> because I didn't want to just wholesale lift the Rex Factor format. <laughs> um, I thought that was a bit cheeky. Uh, so uh we tried something uh and it just didn't work we were uh ranking top five things per episode throughout history so an uh an episode would be like top five roman emperors yeah 
we actually recorded that one, never released it. Um, and then top five, I don't know, ships, top, yeah, five. top five dictators. Yeah, stuff I, like that. that. Sounds we brilliant. soon realized, I mean, it, it as a concept on paper in a pub, we were loving it. Uh, <laughs> in reality, after five pints, it sounds yeah, brilliant. In reality, it just didn't work. Uh, too much research, it just didn't. It didn't work. It fell apart. Um, but I just, I really wanted to um, give it, give podcasting a go because, like Graham and Ali, you two seem to enjoy it so much. <laughs> and I was very interested in Roman history at the time. Well, still am, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Years of overstudy has just killed any joy. I got bored a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so yeah, when when that first effort fell apart, uh, where we realised it was unworkable, uh, it was a case of, you know what? I'm just going to contact uh, Graham and Ali and just say, do you mind if I steal your format because I w- I want to do something like this? And uh, yeah, yeah, I, you guys said yes. And um, well, I think yeah, we we gave one yeah, caveat. It was just we gave one caveat that said, "Give us a shout out, though, wouldn't you?" <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah. I was like, right, that was that was proper business we just did there, chaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's uh, and as, you- as official as it's ever been. Yeah, we and you know what. If you're listening to this, I suggest you listen to our X Factor. There you go. There's your <laughs> there you shout go. out. That's, thank you. It's gone full Death circle. Paid. Great bunch of lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, Jamie, from your perspective, I mean, it was a case of me turning up at your house and talking history at you, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Was, uh, my involvement was Rob, uh, Rob coming to me and saying, do you want to do something? It's like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was it. Yeah. That's my involvement. <laughs> So you two have two Rexypod shows. You are doing Roman emperors and presidents, which are both wildly different subject matter and yet a lot of overlap. So is this encouraged by the way the show runs? And does it prove the Rexy format against the tests of time? How did you have to adapt it? I think what it it shows is that the format of ranking leaders in a somewhat frivolous, lighthearted way works whenever (laughs) however depending what period you're covering will hugely change the uh the feel of the show Mm. do you agree yeah i I think when you're dealing with something relatively recent as slavery that becomes Mm -hmm. very tricky um compared to slavery in roman times which is so far away Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. you can make joke. jokes about that. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. American history is uh, interesting, <laughs> and it's been quite a turbulent it's, present as well to be doing mm-hmm. an American presidents podcast, mm-hmm. and then the last there, sort of decade. Yeah, yeah, and there is a lot of amazing stuff that has come out of the United States. Uh, I mean, let's face it. There was a good reason why the United States was so proud when they first started, because that was amazing. The revolution, mm. no, we're going to be a democracy. We're going to look at the best of the ancient world. Uh, we're going to romanticize it and see if it was in real life. And it did for all of two weeks. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, it's just become a, like a real world country since with all the problems. Um, and... Uh, these are problems that definitely were there in the Roman times, but we can just, just 
the whole uh, it's the old adage of uh, humor is tragedy plus time it's uh, you you can look at roman history and find the funny things much easier than you can look at uh, american history just because it's more recent i don't know if you found this uh, ali when you were doing the uh, the english monarchs in your first season and obviously all the monarchs since um but obviously you suddenly hit that we're in present times now yeah i had things that. become a things become a bit more serious and a but little just less frivolous what was it there was one re- really really recently that uh, there was some you see those little time bridges uh, of people where but she can't be around this is tudor times and as, yeah you need to completely adjust your focus mm. yeah very funny it's like we get every now and again we get messages for this series people asking us if we're going to do diana which we won't because a we're going up to prince philip and obviously diana never got to be the consul but even so yeah. it just feels too recent i mean oh technically we did the queen but that does go back well mm-hmm. 70 years obviously um yeah but yeah it does feel weird actually See, that, that's kind of- where you do have one advantage over us uh, uh is that we We've we have now hit uh, Queen Elizabeth's uh, reign in our American yeah. series. Yeah. Uh, we've still got nine episodes, well, eighteen <laughs> episodes to go, um, because we are going to slowly go through the modern times, and that, yeah, uh, it's very different. Whereas our American, uh, sorry, our Roman series, uh, we can just do all sorts. Like today, we just talked about elephants going over the Alps and all the fun that happened there, uh, which is a lot more fun. And uh, twenty thousand people died, but that's okay because well, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I literally was reporting like <laughs> literally tens of thousands of deaths, but at the same time making jokes about elephants. Jamie even had an elephant hat, but uh, he didn't get it in time. Oh, uh, he was pointing. That's the tragedy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. He's, he he does have it now though. Ooh. Oh, there we go. That's uh, that's begging to be. Put. I think I think you other, need to go and get it. Reveal. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't need to go far. <laughs> Should we be asking you uh, any questions? Yeah. Uh, if, if you have any questions, you're more than welcome <laughs> to. We're coming up on our 20 minutes. So we have about like 10 more <laughs> that we can we can throw stuff at. This this one I, I will address as well, because this is something we are really going to have to contend with is, is the, the modernity of the history, because the papacy exists in essentially an unbroken line from the time we are covering mm. now until the modern day. And I'm far more comfortable covering popes of the fourth century murdering people than I will be <laughs> dealing with Pius Twelfth onwards to Francis. And it will be quite an experience to have to consider already we are trying to plan how we will adapt the format to keep it lighthearted and fun, but still address those things that we need to be very critical of, of mm. the modern Catholic church. So it, it is an interesting place to be did you have any questions before i i give us a sort of general one to discuss i was um, wondering so, whether you oh sorry uh, we both no no you go ahead eager with our i was just wondering how uh hesitant if at all you were about doing a uh, ranking in a religious subject area because obviously for monarchs it doesn't tend to be such a yeah. controversial uh area in terms of the historical characters but obviously saying anything about you know ranking infallible popes presumably some people won't like that in a way that wouldn't affect us i was wondering how that affected you and your sort of starting and then as you've gone along 
Well, it's definitely something we had to consider because, as you say, it's very it's very sensitive for some people because these are figures of particular importance to their understanding of who they are and how they connect with the world. And so we were quite prepared to deal with that level of controversy and sort of expected it. It's interesting how little of that we've gotten, but we're still so early in the church. So I assume that as we get post-crusade, closer to the Protestant Reformation and whatnot, that that will definitely play in. But what I think that the format has done for us in particular, and why I'm so interested in popes myself, is that popes are historical figures. I'm not as interested in what they said about religion itself or the Bible itself. I'm interested in the impact that they have as a historical figure and how they leveraged those beliefs to impact monarchs and countries and wars and entire countries and, uh, you know, colonialism and all of these massive things that have shaped our world. So we've always come at it as popes from a perspective of a force of history and sort of accepted that that controversy will come, may come, but it's not, we're not, we've been very careful in the way that we structure the show that we're not judging the actual religion itself or the beliefs Mm. itself. And that was, that took a lot of time and effort to really consider how to do it and make it fun. Rob, did you have a lot of time to get uh, the factors right though? Uh, Mm -hmm. It really, because the scoring early on for us was all over the place because we hadn't, (laughs) got to the very end and you know it's difficult to judge for example battliness when you then don't have anyone going into battle mm-hmm. so i think it does evolve and yeah, one of the, the pressures on that is that how more modern the history is for sure it's when it slowly dawns on you that you're you're locked into these categories and mm. they won't necessarily keep making sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah as yeah. i i went back and forth so long uh, on the American series on whether to give negative or positive points for essentially the scandal round. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm so glad I finally landed on giving negative points because <laughs> it was it's like it's just bad stuff there. Yeah. But yeah, it helped that you d- started that way with the president so that you don't hate, you're not changing midway, which was something we yeah, had to Yeah, well, I, I wanted to get it right at the start. I, I, I did make the right call, I think, uh, in the end. But yes, no, I was definitely uh, debating that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, uh, my question, Bri, Um, I mean, I'm tempted to give you a really serious question about uh, the Catholic Church, just so you have to answer it whilst watching <laughs> Jamie. In an elephant hat. <laughs> In an elephant hat. Which, I was like, does he become so uncomfortable he takes it off because you're giving a really serious answer? Or or do you just crack under the... I don't know. But I'm not going to do that. Uh, when... <laughs> when um, so, uh, obviously, uh, you you were listening to lots of podcasts. Uh, you were... Um, so I, I first knew of you as a fan of our podcast before mm-hmm. you started the podcast. Uh, when was it that you went, you know what, I'm going to do this? So by the time you started, I was already considering it. And and funnily enough, Fry was the biggest pusher, right? She was like, we, we've got to do this. So the minute that I told her that, that Totalis Rankium existed, she's like, look, it will work. Let's do this. Let's do this. So it, we were, we had already sort of landed on the idea about, I would say, a year and a half, two years before we actually got started in it. Part of that was my commitment to a previous podcast that I was was working on. 
and making sure that we could make everything work. So we had a very slow development, but yeah, by the time, by the time I heard Claudius and wanted to yell about how much I love Claudius at you, then I knew I had to do it. (laughs) He's a mediocre emperor best. You know, we have had so many debates about this already, (laughs) but it's, it's in the same fashion that as, as Graham remembers me as the fan of Edward the sixth, when I wanted to give all the feedback about that episode, yeah. which was all positive, you guys did an excellent job considering that most people write him off entirely and I will fight them. But that's when I knew if I have this much enthusiasm that I really want to talk to somebody about something like this, especially something that ties into my own historical background of the Renaissance and the Medici family and whatnot, I, I've really got to put that energy into something. So it really cemented the podcast for me. I think that, it, and it goes back to your first question about the angle, where mm-hmm. uh, it's unusual to try and get a definite answer on something that's quite subjective. Yeah. And we, you know, say so that you can play a game with them. And that's where Rex Factor spawned from, where it's with Graham getting annoyed with me, just saying, no, well, come on, which one's better at, at <laughs> war? You know what I mean? Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> just trying to get it, tell me what the answer is. So uh, to have a whole fact that there's all these people doing this about different subjects that you wouldn't necessarily uh, be interested in. You can get Mm -hmm. actual answers to to these (laughs) preset questions. It's brilliant. So what what you're saying, Ali, is is that all these podcasts exist because you want the world to be just boiled down to a binary viewpoint. Exactly, (laughs) which is most unlike me, actually. (laughs) Far too chaotic to see well about that. But, you know, it's nice that that's why we have Graham who can... Who can actually organize world in <laughs> scattered thoughts? Yeah. And that's the beauty of the dynamic as well, is that you can you can come to it and be the person who is the organized one and who will set and, and be excited about telling the story, or you can be the one who wants to hear the story and wants to make the judgments. And it's it, it's it's a beautiful dynamic that works really well, especially when you have the chemistry of friendship as sort of that underlying. And that was something which wasn't planned. For obviously, I guess everybody else had us as an example. It's like a one-person research is the other one mm-hmm. reacts. Yeah, but like and our that very first worked so well. The our and first yeah, episode, we just started, and I started chatting, and about five minutes in, I was like, "Oh, you've really done some research." <laughs> I was like, "Well, how is this going to work otherwise?" And I think Ali's view generally was: we turn up each week and just say whether we knew anything about whoever <laughs> was the next monarch, and thus presumably quite a few two-minute episodes would have ensued. It is scary how similar it was with yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Jay- it's Jay- interesting did. that we all have the same dynamics in yeah. our friendship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I, we really did. The one thing I wanted to make sure our podcast was different to yours, because I was still clinging on to this idea that we weren't just going to wholesale just take Rex Factor and plonk it in the Romans, uh, <laughs> which we did in the end. Um, it, it was we were going to both do the research. Yeah. And we did for the first episode. No, first 10 minutes. First 10 minutes. Jamie didn't <laughs> tell me that he'd only researched the first 10 minutes worth. Uh, just went, I don't know anything else. But I, I you carried it. So it's I carried it and it, it worked much better. It did. Yep. It worked, yeah. It's much better that way. That I, I think I saved our podcast by doing it. You did. I'm, I'm forever. Yeah. In, you're, you're wearing an elephant hat. 
Kiss the trunk. And and on that note of you're wearing an elephant hat, we're going to open the floors if there are any questions. So if you guys have any questions for us, you can either, either use the raise hand feature or you can type it in chat and I will start asking them. I see that there is one already, which is when is Jamie ranking Star Trek? Uh, so we've already got a plan for that um, for our fourth week episodes. Um, I've already, already <laughs> mapped it out. Um, we're going to rank the captains of the main captains of Star Trek, um, and I'll be, I'll maybe delivering it as well. He's been saying this for about how long? We've been doing the podcast six years. Yeah, yeah. I've also volunteered my husband to Rob to do this with you because he's a massive trekker. So you know, if you need somebody to talk to who might understand some of it, I've got That's a great you. idea. Yeah, yeah, guys. I, I just I hate to point. I am actually in space here. <laughs> yeah, you can be involved as well. That's yes. this episode. It's fine. Yeah. There was also a question from from Gentry Hannah saying, "How long before there is a Rexypod ranking the other Rexypods?" <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh... I, I I feel like that's going to start a war. You know, <laughs> we would all end up fighting each other. Uh, one that we would win because we yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Sarah asks, do you ever yearn to swap roles? No, 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 no. We did sort of once <laughs> in a special episode. I we know. did one, one special episode on Ali's, uh, which someone requested on Ali's um, dissertation on oh, yes, the ah. w- Castles of Edward I, which was Ali's Middle Eastern Studies uh, dissertation, <laughs> which he managed to be about Edward's Welsh castles. <laughs> And it, you, it was quite a few months later uh, than we planned because it took uh, quite a few months longer than planned for Ali to read his own <laughs> thing. I, I, to be honest, I don't think I did. I think I got no. bored of giving you excuses that I had. And I've, the one, I, I just remember it just a bit get, having to take my shoes and socks off because I have never had such sweaty feet. <laughs> when it's, I, I didn't enjoy the experience at all. <laughs> Anything that makes your feet cry, you've got to take a look at yourself and say, it's, it's, not, it's not for me. So Marco asks, Marco asks, which country or history would you like to see covered as a Rexypod that doesn't already exist? Mm. South America. I mean, South America would be quite cool. Mm. I mean, Egypt is an obvious one, as mm. in everyone knows about it. But I don't think anyone would ever be able to do it because we just don't know enough about it. Ch- Chinese emperors is another vast yes, one, but equally. Because, yeah, I mean, Chinese history is just as detailed and interesting as European history. Uh, but unless you know how to read the language, you're going to struggle. Yeah. But, uh, it's very hard to access. So, yeah, that, that, that would be very good. That makes it so much more mysterious, though, doesn't it? Mm. There's this whole other layer to it that you can explore and all the cultural differences that will bring with it i reckon i'd like to do russia that's coming yes it's Star coming it's, otherwise it's i would coming. have said that yeah no, perfect which yeah. which is well, a relief because that was like an option for series three uh, uh, for us because <laughs> obviously it's seen seen as the third roman empire uh, it's like okay i don't need to consider that anymore oh. yeah. Like, um, yeah Actually, Fry had recommended that as well, and I, I gave her a hard no on that one. That's, that's it too, not for me, but I would love to see the Incan emperors of Peru done. Mainly, I, I clearly have a, a penchant for them. I've named my dog Pachacuti. I'd love to hear oh, yes. that 
that covered. I think that'd be really good. Another one I'd like to, but I don't know if you could, if there's a way of, if there's a strand that runs through them all, but biblical or Old Testament kings. Ah. Those sort of things. (laughs) Oh, bonus series. (laughs) Ah. So great. What are you thinking, Capon? I mean, there is also the, the kings of Rome which mm-hmm. needs to be done at some oh, point. Yes, yeah. But there's, oh, yeah. there's only seven of them, so that would have to be like a really short, sharp mini-series. Of, A.K.A. Uh, the Roman Saxons. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think I saw someone with a hand up. Uh, do we have a hand? I don't see a Might hand up. Oh, no, I see a hand up for, for Cameron. So, Cameron, I'm going to let you talk, and you can ask your question. Ooh. You can unmute. Okay. Uh, you hear Hello. me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Hi, Cameron. I thought it was kind of interesting that, you know, with Pontifax and Rex Factor, you guys got to get your feet wet with a bunch of kings and popes had very little resources, very little sources. So you can kind of get your, mm-hmm. but with Italian's Rankium, you guys had to start right away with the most sourced period. was, And so you couldn't sort of kind of um, dip your toes in uh, with uh, sort of the unsourced area. I wonder if that, if that was hard because you, to, to deal with, or, or was that, an advantage um it, yes and no it was um in some ways uh, a blessing uh because uh, i think my word count uh, in my notes for uh augustus is one of my shortest which is just <laughs> insane if, if i was told now that i'm doing an episode on augustus i don't know how i'd put it together uh because i just struggled to fit it all in but for some reason it's my first episode so i just kind of went for it um I have tried to, and so far, 100 and what, is it 160 episodes on? Uh, I've managed to fit every empire into one episode, which is something I I just like consistency, so I've managed mm-hmm. to do it. But I don't think uh, if Augustus arrived halfway through, I wouldn't have been able to do it. In the same way, Graham, you you made a decision with Hammond the Eighth to, to break the format and go, no, we're going multiple episodes, which was definitely right at that point because you needed to fit that in. Mm-hmm. Um, so even then with Henry, the, like, again, I certainly like the amount of research I do now compared to the English series. I think, God, it would be so hard. I kind of like to do it, but it'd be so hard. But even Henry VIII, we actually reviewed him in one episode. We just did a kind of supplementary, Yeah, what happened to him. I think but that was George, so fun. Oh, no, it was a good one. I think George Third maybe was the first one we actually did a biography and review and then victoria just kind of yeah. and certainly yeah. broke alley oh gosh <laughs> Best part like of year to to but, but it meant we got to hear graham's victoria voice which is one of the yeah. best things <laughs> in podcasting history that is so, also the sorry oh no go ahead oh it just mean it was really fun to record that henry x henry henry's extra bits whatever it was called mm. uh because it was the first one we did out and about and we found a little like broom cupboard type thing oh you booked work. a room at work yeah yeah but it was so small our knees were touching and we were <laughs> recording what happened to henry VIII. it was an intimate recording session <laughs> so funny story about the the many hours of victoria i got stuck in a traffic jam when i was listening to the first one oh, and a, a milk truck <laughs> flipped over on the highway and oh, so wow. i listened to most of that entire thing stuck in the exact same part. So every time wow. I pass that highway sign, I can hear Graham's <laughs> Victoria voice apologize. in my head. <laughs> so Christoph Goebel asks, for each of you, which rankings did got the most opposing feedback? Rex Factor seems pretty clear with Edgar the Peaceable. Uh, for Totalis Rankium, he felt that Truman was treated unfairly. So 
where did you get the where did you get the pushback? I mean, those well, well from our, our podcast. I mean, I um, uh, we we criticised him for dropping atomic bombs on civilians. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's the biggie, isn't it? It, uh, <laughs> that got a bit of pushback. Um, that's definitely the most pushback we've got, which, I mean, I was always very aware during the American one, the more uh, recent we get, uh, the more emotions will be stirred. Mm-hmm. Um, Particularly that, which is like literally a textbook, like ethics question. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, he went hard one way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it is essentially, we did uh, a podcast about someone's life who then had the trolley problem at the end of it. And then we decided, right, well, we have to judge him. Okay, it's this. And I personally stand by our decision, but I fully understand why people uh, disagree. Uh, because it's, it's a very hard thing to, to get your head around. Um, but yeah, so that was definitely our, our toughest one. Whereas uh, Edgar, the peaceable, I feel, was uh, slightly more lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like the 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 closer we get to history, the less for us, the less and less uh, responsibility the monarch seems to take. So it's easier. Mm. But um, it's just it's always been Edgar. I don't think we've ever. Oh well, Henry, maybe Henry. I've had some kickback like this series, the consorts, because um, you've generally you've said yes quite a lot of the time. So when I've said no, there have been a few that. I've got some angry responses. I don't think it will last in the way that Edgar has lasted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we have had a few. The thing with Edgar was that it was really early on as well. So it was before we had many people listening. It was before we had a real sense of, you know, even that we'd finished the whole series. So for Ali, really, it was still at the stage of, well, I've not really heard of them, so it can't be that good. I don't know. To, to be honest, I have no idea why, why Edgar didn't get it anymore. Absolutely no idea. And I think probably at the time it was a point of principle, me exercising some power. (laughs) And I did also, I didn't push it because I thought, I don't want this to be, because it was my initial thing to start, I don't want it to be that it's whatever I say goes. So I thought I should probably just leave this one. I didn't leave it in a, this will get Ali for the next 12 years. But (laughs) so it proved. We've had two that were somewhat controversial. I think the, the number one one that people were, were less pleased with was that Fry denied Zachary a papal bull. Um, he was quite a substantial pope in, in the seventh and eighth century. But um, the bigger one, I think, is we just covered Nicholas, and Nicholas is the only other pope besides Leo and Gregory who often gets called the Great. Mm. And by the time we finished, Gregory. and he really, really should have been. <laughs> A great, in my opinion. And by the time I had finished covering him with Fry, Fry was unwilling to call him the great and only the deluxe. And I get a lot of messages about how that was that was unfair to Nicholas, who should definitely be on par with Leo and Gregory. So like Ali, she's taking the brunt of this one because yeah. I fought for it. <laughs> she wasn't having it. Yeah. <laughs> So that brings us right up to time. So I see that there are more questions. If anybody wants to continue the conversation, the break room will exist. I don't know where you guys are off to next, but thank you so much, everybody, for joining us at this session. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, two hats. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.